This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup, just like a front three of Reese, Keane and Frockyar, right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around, to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. A first half battering and second half bust up in Swansea sees Preston North End's top six dream fade away. All hope is far from lost, but as we know, it's that which tends to kill you. So we're back after our double absence at the den. How was your wedding? <sighs> Crikey, about as loose as you could possibly imagine, really. Um, zoo. I went through Yeah, it was a, a, a complete and utter zoo, and I don't think that's that's any disrespect to anyone involved. It was um, it was just about as loose as you could possibly imagine, really. Um, I only went to the night do, but everyone was pretty well oiled by the time that I arrived. <laughs> It took me no time at all to get into the swing of things. First dance was was just lovely. It was um, "She's the One" by Robbie Williams, which is obviously a, a lovely anthem, and the whole yeah. thing was brilliant. You know, it, uh, it was quite an intimate venue, and you know, the happy couple just seemed besotted by each other. And then, um, and then the live music came straight in, literally beautifully timed straight in with with uh, away away um with uh, away from here sorry um and that just went absolutely nuts like um i found myself at one point just looking around the room thinking what must some people be thinking here because um <laughs> it just exploded like to go from rob williams and his lovely she's the one so that was um was a moment <laughs> in time it was a. Uh, it was superb. It didn't get much uh, much calmer uh, after either. Uh, it was loose. It was a zoo. But a brilliant time had by also. Massive congratulations to the big G and his wife, Laurie. Hope they had a wonderful time. And oh, my home phone's ringing. Can you hear that? Must be one of a few people still have a home phone. Hold on. Let me answer this live on this podcast. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, Pat. I can't speak right now. They've got anyway. Who was it? Yeah, so... No idea. Um, so, yeah, kudos to the big G uh, uh, on his wedding day. Yeah. I'm having the right issue here with my headphones. They've been well-worn due to my exploits over the years on these 
talk shows. You always answer the phone like that. Like what? (laughs) It was extremely enthusiastic. No, I do always answer the phone like that. It's important that you transmit exuberance, isn't it? And uh, positivity. Seems like they were unlucky at Millwall, weren't they? And then down to Swansea, it's a long old way. You in the car. For who? For the people in the car? No, were you in the car? Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah, I was in the car. Did you find a fish um, bar? Oh, did I find a fish bar? I tell you, we'll come on to the football in a bit. You know, it's sort of that. That's all, that's all sort of academic at this stage, isn't it? But Oh, the fish bar. Went after the match this time. Uh, and there's a beautifully placed fish bar just over the road, um, out the away end at, uh, at the Liberty Stadium. So, as you can imagine, we sort of left with our tail between our legs, a little bit disappointed, and yet still proud. And then we spotted Rossi's fish bar. And I don't know whether you noticed this, but in chippies, especially in South Wales, they always have two things on the menu, which is slightly different to up here. They have risoles and they have faggots. So I thought, I'm going to try. I'm going to try both of these things. I've never had a risole and I've never had a faggot before. So I thought, I'm going to try them. So I went, went in, ordered me fish, chips and peas. The first issue here was that they had no peas, which was staggering. Oh, no, you know, it's match day. It's match day. You sort of get the impression that people might still fancy a chippy after the match, so they remain open. You'd think that they have, you know, that they might have these key ingredients in, like like peas, mm. but no, they didn't. So um, I was startled to hear that they didn't have peas. So that was the first issue I had here. So I said, okay, well, um, I'll have some curry sauce, and then I said, please, can I have a risol and a faggot, please? And they said, unfortunately, we've run out of faggots. So I was pretty annoyed at that. So uh, to make up for it, I um I had uh, another risol. And what uh, is a risol? Well, a risol is like well, well. Let me get onto this. It was absolutely incredible. What's you it? know when you yeah, you know when you have one of these like out of body experiences where everything around you just stops. It's a moment in time. It's like a where has this been like my a whole life? Frame. Yeah, it was. It was a biblical moment. And obviously, North End just got beat at Swansea. So you're a little bit annoyed and you're a little bit emotional and you're thinking your season might be over. And then you discover these Rissoles, which are world-class. If you've never had a Rissole before, it's like... Well, I suppose there's two facets to the Rissole. There's like a cum-crust pastry, which is like the... uh, which is what the Rasol is enclosed into. Uh, and then the middle is like a um, where you can have meat, cheese or fish, but it's like a thick mix. And it was just incredible. I took my first bite. I thought pastry might be involved a... when you said it. You just had the feel oh, of... Yeah. Yeah, pastry does yeah. that to you. Oh, Christ. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a sucker for pastry. Hmm. But yeah, I took my first bite and it was just an explosive sensation. It was like everything just slightly better in the world. The air was yeah. slightly finer. Life was just slightly better after taking that first bite, and it got much better as it went on. Um, I was, I was, well, yeah, I was pretty emotional when the two souls were dissolved into me. Um, 
So, yeah. <laughs> my, um, my nickname as a result from here could well now be not Sol, but Risol, <laughs> which would be quite a fitting <laughs> tribute to Risol's. Um, so, yeah, without going too overboard, because obviously there was an issue where I couldn't get, I couldn't lay my hands on a faggot, but, um, yeah, the Risol's were. Were, uh, were an absolute joy to behold. So every time I go back to South Wales, I'll be, I'll be making a conscious effort to get stuck into some more souls. But yeah, um, a classic fish bar, much better than Rotherham, obviously, for those who listen to the Rotherham podcast, there was a, an issue there, you know, the fish was overcooked, which, um, which you know, made it a, a little bit of a damp squib. Not a damp squid, because it was particularly dry. But um, but yeah, midweek fish bars are back, back with a bang. Really <laughs> the result. Hopefully, we can play Swansea and Cardiff midweek every season, and we can get. Well, that curry stuff. we had in Cardiff was good, weren't it? That time. That was very good. Yeah. That was very good in the height of COVID, pre our miserable exit of the FA Cup behind closed doors. We had a we had a rifle doing Cardiff, didn't we? Lovely curry. I'm not sure how we follow that chat with football, but we'll try. Car crash start, weren't it? It was about as bad as it could get, really. Um, you know, you're going into the game and you're thinking, I'll tell you what, please, if you're just going to turn up once, turn up here, and we'll be banging that mixer. And it felt uh, quite everyone. a um, empty place, didn't it? The ground before, Andy. Yeah. And you're thinking, wow, come on. Yeah, just a, a real opportunity. The atmosphere was just quite quiet. Um, it wasn't quite for long mind, obviously, because the home supporters were uh, were were enjoying what they watched. But yeah, it just had all the feel of maybe North End just doing a North End. You know, not many people had travelled, but those who did, kudos to them. It, it was um, it was a good turnout, really, um, in the circumstances. Um, and you just thought, you know, a minimal away end. Those people rewarded for a pretty ridiculously you know, hardy trek to South Wales midweek. It'd be typical North End to win here. Um, and then it just started about as badly as it could have possibly started, really. It's North End all at sea. Uh, the midfield was non-existent. It was it, it was pathetic. And then the back line, um, Christ, they all, they all looked like they were playing the game in slow motion, really, especially Liam Lindsay. He looked like, a, he looked like he'd just been shot, really. He, couldn't move. Um, really bizarre. And it was clear to see after about a quarter of an hour that this thing wasn't going to work. We need to make changes now. And it never came. And the sort of assault carried on and carried on and carried on. Um, yeah. Until half time whistle, which was which was much needed. But by then the damage was done. Yeah. So yeah. Just through the middle of the team the middle of the team from front to back was was fragile and weak, wasn't it? There's like a vulnerability about us where Swansea don't think they had all the possession, but every time they did, they thought they could score. Yeah. Because right through the middle of our team, just really weak. And there's massive gaps. It just wasn't comfortable watching us, was it? You were think you were actually thinking if, if we could get in at two nil, you know, you'd probably take it. Well yeah. I mean they say that two nil's a dangerous lead, don't they? Anyway. As it proved out yesterday, three nil was nearly a dangerous mm. lead. Um uh, but anyway, enough of that nonsense. Yeah, the worry just started to stem when the team came out, really. People were scratching their heads. 
obviously it's difficult. You're away all the time, Millwall and then Swansea midweek. Uh, congested fixtures, you know, towards the day and the of a season. The excuses are all there for Ryan Lowe to come out with tomorrow. Uh, to you, George. But ultimately, you know, it was almost a torment that we had Onoma on the bench and Bambo on the bench because you're thinking, Lindsay can't move here, so you need to get Bambo on immediately. Uh, even when Lindsay can move, he can't move. Uh, whereas the uh, RB can shift at least. He's a little bit of a loose, uh, a loose cannon at time at times. But come on, and then obviously you got Onoma on the bench, uh, and I can appreciate that he's just not fit. But at the end of the day, don't put him on the bench then. Because it's a torment to everybody then. Because you look at the bench, you think, you know, he could make a real impact, but he's obviously not ready to do so. So it's just a horrible experience for all concerned, really. You're watching Ryan Ledson plod along in the middle of the park. So frustrating. You could drag your hair out, but um, I suppose it just proves the squad depth. It's just. We already knew this. We allowed ourselves to lose ourselves in the emotion of this thing. Like and, you know, we're beating the lesser team. We've we've seen this dance multiple times, George. But we allow ourselves to do it because just maybe this time might be different, and it might still be different. We're still in the mix, but we'll come to that, no doubt. We need a reality check. I, I like Ryan Lenton as a person. He appears to be a great fella, um, he, and he he looks like he's a good team man. But he just can't play in these high stakes games. And it's not all down to him. It would be wrong. It would be remiss of me to say that it's all on Ledson um, because Whiteman was just as bad in that first half and the pair just don't compliment themselves at all. But I suppose he's a scapegoat because you look at just how good the midfield's been in recent weeks. All of a sudden he comes in. It's a complete shit show from start to finish, really. Uh, especially that first half. So it's one of them. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a bit of a come down from the midfield performances we've seen of late where, where it's looked back to its real strong best like this this midfield alone will win his games and then Swansea showed us what a midfield was like on Wednesday they were really good it actually brought back memories of just how good Ben Pearson was because I've watched North End play for years against Joe Allen and that guy's just looked completely useless yeah. completely like just bereft of anything but that's largely because he was coming up against like an absolute master at work really whereas yeah. last night last night Allen roll back the ears he looked he looked like Xabi Alonso for large parts um, we allowed that that was the most annoying thing Swansea yeah. aren't really playing for anything and we just allowed them to saunter all over us yeah. it was a it was a horrible watch that first well yeah the first half was it was vile I spoke to a few lads at half time who were staying over and they were going really and I couldn't blame them I couldn't blame them but, you know we didn't look remotely like let me get back into it in the second half. But I did tell them that if we get back into this game, then I will call them out on the podcast and it nearly came to fruition. They'd never live that down, would they? No. Idiots. But um, as it happens, kudos to them. You know, the uh, they managed to get themselves out out on the town. Student night on, in Swansea on a Wednesday night. Did you go out after the game? Did you go out for a few scoops? No, I did last season. It's all right. It's not the biggest street, but yeah. actually yeah, bars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Back onto the Rasol's topic, it was one pound eighty for a Rasol, and you only got really two. Looks on them. Well, yeah, because obviously I got the Add the name fish mm. chips and uh, yeah. curry as well. If you'd have known how good it was, maybe you could have ditched that and just got twenty. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Well, if I know just how good they were, I'd taken a couple of suitcases. And I've got them yeah, yeah. <laughs> got stuck into them now, but um, 
you know, I'll know for next time. I'll be taking a, uh, I'll be taking a yeah. holding fan, I think. Hindsight with selection in it, like the team could have could have worked, but but with uh, at this stage of the season, the next game is always the biggest because Sunderland and Sheffield United could mean nothing. So you've got to go each game. Maybe Onoma, you know, we didn't find out, did we? But maybe he simply couldn't have started the game. But I'm sure Parrot could have done. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why he didn't play. Mental, really. Just looks really better, mental. doesn't he, when he comes on? Better. What a finish that is. That's not a finish of someone oh, that's, that's lacking confidence, no. is it? That can't oh. score goals. No, uh, just a touch of class, really. Um, and I suppose when you take him out the firing line, it just proves to everybody that this guy's not all bad. Like, he's had some unnecessary flack over the last couple of weeks. It's like staggering stuff, really. It's people claiming that they'd rather have ex-snooker star John Parrot than Troy Parrot. I'm not sure just how well that go down, but, um, yeah. yeah, this guy's got to play. Him and Cannon as, a, uh, as an entity up front, they're just blossoming. Uh, the quality they're going to be two really good footballers if they can if they can both score goals uh, between now and the end of the season just that trio of games then we will be firing ourselves into the playoff places and if they can score goals in the playoff places we will be firing ourselves into the Premier League but yeah wow. one game at a time Aye. Um, hence why I was getting a little bit annoyed like everyone's saying I tell you what Millwall's a big game and then Blackburn's a big game it's like well Swansea's quite a big thing here, you know, they're worth the same amount of points. Yeah. People just bypass that game. We couldn't afford to do so, really. As it happened, it, it wasn't too much damage in terms of uh, the league table, but there's a feeling amongst many there last night that our race is run. I would tend to agree. I think you needed to win one of these next, one of these last two games to just keep yourself up there because the goal difference is poor in it as well. I'm not giving up on hope because I know for a fact we'll beat Blackman. Blackman are useless. Rubbish. Oh dear. Yeah, I know. I hope we don't get hope we don't get beat now. They chop up this podcast and maybe look a fool. But I would be the hoist of my own petard. But we'll beat Blackman. I'm not worried about that one bit. We'll give a good hiding. Um, and then obviously all roads lead to Sheffield United who will already be up by then. No, we'll probably beat them as well. So yeah. all hope is not lost. But I am a little bit of an optimist. But then again, if you're a football fan, why not just lose yourself in it? Like, what's the point in being pessimistic? I appreciate, obviously, there's been a lot of heartache over the years. Even in our lifetime, George, it's been it's been pretty yeah. emotional. Not managed to get into the Premier League, but, you know, at the end of the day, if you're thinking there's no chance now, then what's the point? Two points off the playoffs. You can start your hand off at, this, at, at the start of the season to be in this position. And also, imagine we were in the position of like West Brom now. You know, we'd be thinking we've got every chance, you know, with got loads of confidence and all that. So we're we're in a better position than those, like West Brom and, and that. Mm, they are above us, mate. But yeah. I don't care. In fairness, I'm not those at the league table. <laughs> West Brom have come from nowhere. So kudos to them. No, the fact is it's still a it's still possible. And it's not like yeah. any it's not like nine, eight points off, is it? It's like Win your three games, and there's probably a good chance you you get very close. So seventy one points to get you in playoffs. Yeah, we've talked fish. Shall we? Shall we talk fighting? What the bloody hell right. was that? Well, I've never. Why it was handbags? Yeah, I. I it was Joe more Allen. than handbags. I caught Joe Allen as he snapped. I've had a look at a few videos since. I think he is. I think he is the one that started all that. Like Low might have pushed him a little bit, but Allen has just completely seen red. 
And then from there, it's like nothing you've ever seen on a football pitch before. No, they were ugly scenes. Joe Allen was an angry little dwarf, wasn't he? <laughs> like you had to kill no someone. There's just no need for all that, is there? Because it just took the sting out of everything, really. And then you have that extended time not playing and scrapping and arguing, and it gets it gets the crowd back up for it, and it gets the manager and all that, and it was just one big mess, really. Ryan Lowe really ought to know better, and I appreciate. I appreciate that, you know, it's high stakes, this, um, and it's a massive game, uh, but you've just got to try and keep your head. Easier said than done, obviously. I I suppose it shows that he cares, but, you know, it's better than that, really. Um, and retrospectively, the club will get a hefty fine. Ryan Lowe may even get banned from the touchline. Just hinders you in the, you know, in the future. Onoma looks quite rum on the videos as you've seen them. You know, yeah. they're gen- there were genuinely some punches thrown here, not just by honor. There was, there was nobody not there. involved, was there? No. Apart no, from Joel Piro, was... I think he went to have a drink before scoring his second of the night. <laughs> if that if that happened on the street, then there'd be serious repercussions for those involved. <laughs> it's as simple as that. If that kicked off outside the ground, you know, there's banning orders in place. So, um, yeah, I can't, can't imagine there'd be banning orders uh, to those involved in that little uh, scrap, but well, they'd have to ban everyone, really, protected. wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, they would. But it's just not a good look, is it? Having said that, the referee was pathetic all night, lost control. Yeah, he was atrocious. I think um, it was simmering, he... weren't it? The managers, yeah. had, it was, they were angry yeah. all game. And then He was poor for both teams. Like That's just a red card on Cannon. Gets taken out completely, gets it utterly wrong. And there's multiple little instances during the game that, are really annoying everybody concerned. He's just utterly useless. Like, just a dreadful performance. And I'm not one to have a go at referees. I appreciate all they do. And, you know, the, no, no, genuinely. Well, yeah, I suppose it's cliche. Fair point. I love my cliches, you know that. But it's ultimately, uh, the respect and behaviour towards referees needs to improve in this country. But ultimately, they are culpable occasionally. And Order Langford last night was culpable. He was um, he was atrocious, and that's not to excuse the actions of anyone involved in that in that heated exchange. But you know, it, it's a factor. So um, so yeah, it was all a mess, really. Pathetic. Yeah, quite. Le- Ledson and quite Martin was a great little uh, subplot. Yeah. Yeah. He really, went for he really ruffled Russell, didn't he? He, he did. Um, he was pathetic, Russell Martin. You know, you know when it's all like kicking, kicking off, and you've got those idiots at the back, you know, just chipping in with little insults and like, like not getting involved themselves. That was Russell Martin last night, and I'm glad Ledson called him out. Would have been even well, obviously not condoning this, but it would have been quite amusing to see him just nut him, squaring the bridge of the nose. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, Russell wasn't dressed for a scrap, was he? No, he's one of those lovely-looking managers, though, isn't he? You know, they take real pride in their appearance. They take pride in their uh, in the way their team play. Swansea enjoy to watch. I thought that at home. You know, they play football the right way, a more pure way, a lovely, a lovely type of uh, lovely. They've type always of been a nice football team, really. Swansea. You you always think of them playing the good stuff yeah. on the eye. Yeah, but no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't even up for the scrap either. Ryan Ledson would have would have killed Russell Martin, I reckon. And I reckon Ryan Lowe would have beaten Joe Allen. Although these little people, you need to be wary of them. They're very, very angry people. The little I know a lot of the little angriest, people. Yeah. 
and they're just incredibly angry folk. You know, this, it's like the world's against them in their mind because they're so small. And Joe Allen's one of them. You know, we saw Chris Maxwell in golf for Blackpool. He's one of them. All little people. <laughs> what a ridiculous episode. Go and listen to From the Finney if you want. All back. Brownie's great. Brownie was on our Twitter spaces last night. I ran a Twitter of course spaces. He was. You neglected again. I think my um, parents tuned into that. Did they? Yes. What did you make of it? Yeah, they enjoyed it. Was, it. Oh, good. It was, uh, it was it just a bit of fun. Pretty mental, really. Yeah, yeah. We had people talking. We had a good chat. But yeah, we had we had all sorts of people on. We're talking about the Shugra sign on the M6. That's always a massive highlight for me on these long distance trips when you drive. You know, uh, you know, just before the toll, which is another massive highlight. But we didn't get to use the toll yesterday. You know, the sign I'm talking about, the brown sign. I think Shugra. so. I think Absolutely so. world class. What is it about that? It's just a brilliant sign. It's just, yeah, yeah. It's just one of those things. I like, yeah. I like precious the things sign. in life. Yeah. I'll keep an eye out next time. Maybe, I've, the, maybe I haven't oh, taken yeah. it in properly. I'll send a picture of it. Not while you're driving. No, if you want. Oh, you've no. got one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I'll take multiple pictures of it. Every time I drive past, I I always take a picture of the Shugra sign. I reckon I've got does about it, does eight it change much? pictures. No, it doesn't, no. no. Having said that, whether you get rid of it, which you might do at some point, I would like the sign. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like it on my bedroom wall. Shugra. It's a great sign. Ridiculous, but it's a great sign. Also, yeah. the toll, brilliant. Last night, we were debating whether to uh, to go on the toll, which which puts an extra half an hour on your journey, or whether just to uh, just get home. Uh, and we opted just to get home, but I was on the side of the toll, really. I'm a massive toll fan. The toll puts an extra there. half an hour on your journey? Yeah, en route back from uh, Swansea. Wales. right. Yeah. Um, well, it would, it would have oh, been insane to go on it, really, wouldn't it? Well, it would, but it's worth it. Like, right. The toll is just... Uh, occasionally, I'd, I'd I'd be willing just to go for a day out on the toll, me. You know, I got to Norton yeah. Kane Services. I, yeah, I love Norton Kane. Oh, superb services. I just reckon you could spend all day in Norton Kane Services and not get bored. <laughs> yeah. you know, you've got Mackie's at WH Smith's. You've got that noodle place. Noodle place is superb. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Really, really good. But obviously, the toilet's at the other end. You can have a shower if you want. <laughs> Uh, massage seats, Costa, Starbucks, I think, one of them. Super. Oh, comfy Absolutely. booths. Oh. Oh, <laughs> Norton. Honestly, world-class and, and on the toll. So, yeah. superb, superb. Right, five minutes left. Yeah. 10th of December 2016 at home to Blackburn Rovers. What was the score? 10th of December 2016, we won. We always beat them. The rubbish. We won 3-2. Yeah. Get in. Get in. Tell you what, I've been under the pump recently yeah, on these. You needed I? that. You needed that. Under pump. Right, who scored? Johnson. Yeah. Johnson. Yeah. Robinson. Yeah. Get him. Have a bit of that. Yeah. It's a nice Those one. Those who question me. Need... Yeah, no. It's pressure Those who there, question me and message George saying I'm pathetic at this trivia. Well, have a bit of that. <laughs> have a bit of that. Eh? No complaining this time. We're done for another week. Done. I've done you. <laughs> so what score, Jack, in Saturday, like 5-0? Ah, six or seven for me. Yeah. I think we're going to be a real good hiding. They're done, mate. They're done. Done. Yeah, I don't think Blackburn will be top six. No, no chance. Rubbish. I don't think we I don't think we will be either, but I don't think I definitely don't think they will be. Yeah. Well Millwall and I think I think Norwich, maybe. But we'll see. Fingers, we've got it all to play for, don't we? Because 
you know, what have we got? Two games left. We're on 65 points. Go to Sheffield United, who are already up. Well, no, no, I don't think we're on 65. No, I think we are. If you, if you include the three points we're getting on Saturday. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Off to South Yorkshire with a spring on our step. People are texting me today saying, you're mental for still being optimistic. Play Blackburn, Saturday. You're joking. Three easiest points you can play. We're we're playing for six points. We've already got three. Bank. Stashed. Silly. (laughs) I hope your confidence spreads into those players on Saturday. Got to be up for this. It'll be sold out. Take it down. Let's take it down to the last two. Go on. Yeah, why not? We'll finish with this. Go on. If I could give the players one piece of advice, get yourself a resolve, and all of a sudden your life is just that little bit better and it will give you all the ammunition you need to beat Blackburn. They were useless. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute and P&E are on the TV. You're watching with all your mates and the McNugget share boxes are open for all. Your pal's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Result. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com on the McDonald's app. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.